0: Yo, 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 what's up everybody? This is Kevin Unglad, and you are now tuning in to the Wise Guys Podcast, brought to you by Flowered Concrete. Check it out. This week on the Wise Guys. Mm-hmm.
1: First of all, there's really three parties involved here. Okay. In terms of people, human beings. Okay. There are those who know
2: mm-hmm. the truth mm-hmm. about God.
1: And they know. And there are those who know the truth about God mm-hmm. and resist that, and they okay. accept the other side, Satan. Mm-hmm. They accept the dark, the darkness,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? And the, the the people who know and accept the light. It, it, so we have God and Christ Jesus on one side, mm-hmm. and the people who know mm-hmm. that's one party, and the people who know mm-hmm. but don't want to receive.
0: Hey, yo, 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 yo! We're back, we're back, we're back, ladies and gents, with another episode of the Wise Guys Podcast. How are you all doing on this hot, scorching summer day? Uh, man, if I'm not mistaken, the, hey, the, the odometer on my car said about 106 degrees, so today was definitely a scorcher. But nonetheless, even though we're sweating, here we are. Here we are uh, for this episode, we have a very, very, very special guest that I've been trying to get on the show for a very, very, very long time over the past year or so. Uh, He's a mentor to me um, and a a great friend. And honestly, I consider him to be a father figure, honestly. Um, He's he's just been a tremendous mentor to me in my life, just both intellectually and more so spiritually and personally too. Like, uh, you know, there's just so much I could say, but I don't have enough time In enough years to share how much I really uh, uh, feel and and just express and can emote about this man Uh, But before we get into that and before I introduce uh, today's uh, lovely guest on the Wise Guys podcast The first thing I have to say is today's episode of the Wise Guys uh, You know, for us out there who um, might not really be into, you know, gospel music like that You know, in the year of 2019, Kanye dropped his first ever hip-hop gospel album, right? And if y'all remembered, uh sure so, that was called Jesus is King. So for today's episode of the Wise Guys Podcast, we're going to call this episode Jesus is King, all right? So now, with that being said, you know, I don't want to give like a, a big fancy schmancy introduction. So I'm going to bring him onto the show and I'm going to have him pretty much explain what he does for his own self. But with that being said, without any further ado, Mr. Gustav, welcome for the first time to the Wise Guys Podcast. How you doing, sir? I'm
2: doing well. Well.
0: You doing well? He's 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 looking like a skeptic right now. He's like, I don't know what kind of questions this guy's gonna ask me, but, yeah, I, <laughs> but I promise you guys, and I promise him, it's gonna be good. So, um, sir, before we get started, could you please give you know a short little background intro as to who you are, and you know, and and what you do, or what's your your, your what, what's your purpose as of this moment in life, and and what you do. Purpose, real short, right? you real short, yeah, real, yeah, short, real yeah, sweet, well. yeah.
1: I'm just another ripple image. <laughs> <laughs> in the sea of life.
0: In the sea of life, okay. okay. I'm
1: just another man just like you. I'm right. You. What I do, I've done many things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, like, presently, I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I work as a math teacher, math coach, mm-hmm. interventionist. But uh, I'm just a guy just like you. <laughs>
0: just a guy just like me i like that yeah. i like that nothing much more than that, more than that. okay yeah. cool 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 so um first and foremost once again thank you for coming on to the show um i really wanted to focus uh this week's episode and topic on christianity for young millennials okay. uh, and so with that being said you know me being someone who when i was a kid you know I, I, even though like I went to church I didn't really understand my faith yeah, yeah. and now as I've gotten older as I've become a young adult right. as I've uh, constantly matured and I've grown with years and years of experience and living life on this planet right. I have come to understand the importance of having Christ in my life right. and that is something that I don't think has always been the case because sometimes you feel as if Christ is calling you right. and you kind of run the opposite direction Right. And you live within the world and the, and the and the secular humanism of what the world promotes and whatnot. Right. Right. But I think that's something that many young millennials and, and 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 people of color may you know struggle with. But they're trying to find the 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 the, the, the cementing or like just the, the 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 core reasoning of who they are, and they would like to find it through their faith. Um, I hope that makes sense. Uh, but what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to get at, is. This first question that I kind of want to enter or bring us towards today. Why do you think, especially, let's say, you know, there are many young people here in this world today that grew up in a Christian household, that grew up with, you know, faith being the center hold of, uh, you know, or the centerfold, excuse me, of their parents' household. Why do you think many young people nowadays either reject or kind of stray or, 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 or might not want to really? deep dive into Christianity. So essentially what I'm trying to ask is, what keeps young people today away from Christianity as presently constructed?
1: Do you want the short answer?
0: Uh, yeah, short what answer? As long easy as easy as easy as, let's answer. do it with the easy answer first. Easy answer. Yeah, yeah, There's for sure. There's only one answer to it. Okay, tell me. I would love to hear it. The answer is sin. That's it. I love that answer. Now, could you possibly expound upon that a little bit? So what I'm trying to say is, what about sin, right? Sin comes in a variety of ways, but what about sin is is such an allure for young folks to not center or or, or stay grounded through Christ?
2: Right.
1: Sin, the allure mm-hmm. is that we can have our own way. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. could be self-centered, selfish. We could. Just, uh, it's the it's the dream of many to do what that pleases them, you know. -hmm. And and I think we're captivated by this idea that I I can live the way I want, do the things I want, and, you know, it's a cultural thing. Society sells that, you know, that idea that the freedom is being able to express yourself and do things that the God that created us, you know, uh, as we view it, seems to, Hinder us or stifle that expression, right? Because of of course, because it's skewed right? I and mean, it's perverse the, the what we believe about that and what we believe part about that is skewed. Yeah. So we feel that we are actually free apart from that, mm-hmm. which is the exact opposite. We're not free without him, you. Know? No. And yeah. We're not, we're not. We have no fo- real expression without our creator but okay, there's so many voices out there that make us believe. And they make us believe what we want to hear, actually. And if we want to hear that I'm the captain of my own ship, that I, uh, I'm i a self-made person, that I am um, in control, that I am, That's I have mastery over everything, and I could be everything I ever wanted to be if I put my mind on these up lies that people you know push out you know when you have a race of fallen individuals mm-hmm. you know it just it just runs away people get carried away we become mad we we are and that's fools we live as fools we are thinking that we're actually doing something making something or we're actually building something mm-hmm. but in the end We'll find out it just, it's just emptiness. It's like, there's a saying in the Bible it says, um, it says that you sow the wind and you reap the whirlwind. Mm. You know, if you think about it, if you sow the wind, the wind is like, oh, it's, you, know, if you think about it, if you sow the wind, it's like empty. Right. It's like, it's just like, it's just, There's nothing there, I saw nothing, I saw women, so... But in life, we we put so much energy uh, without... But those things have no eternal, you know... They don't resonate into eternity, they don't have no eternal end, you know... They don't resonate into eternity, so... We reap the world with meaning that, you know... um, That... You start off sowing something empty, but... Just look at the multiplicity of the fact that a whirlwind mm-hmm. is a wind with its ferocity, right, its energy. Mm-hmm. And so it's more disastrous mm. but yet still still empty.
0: Right, right. So you
1: reap the whirlwind. So we have nothing that's lasting. Mm-hmm. We, 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 all our pursuits are winning. It's like if they're not for the kingdom of God, and you know, then you're talking to people. You know, some people believe in God. You have people who believe, and people who disbelieve. And then among the believers, you have various ideologies. You know, and so. But when you think about it, it's that sometimes you, you sit down and pontificate about life, and you think about it, and say, you know what? Uh, the things I do have any lasting effect they resonate into eternity. That if one believes in eternity. Some people right. don't. Right. Um, so, when you look at life and I can see that it's empty. Right. I mean, we engage in activities that are satisfying, self-satisfying, who mm-hmm. cool. bring us pleasure, to bring us some gratification,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they lack Mm-hmm. Like the Bible says, godliness, and we lack contentment.
0: Ah, I like that.
1: Yeah, so they lack those things. So right. yeah, we, we find ourselves constantly searching for more and more and more and more. And at the same time we're searching for more, we, we find ourselves being, like, troubled. Yeah. Like most people live troubled lives.
2: Mm.
1: A lot of anxiety, a lot of doubt, a lot of suspicion, a lot of, you know, because... Of that emptiness, that's us, I and mean, that we really could be satisfied with our Creator, our God. Right. Jesus Christ, I mean, right. literally, Jesus Christ. I mean, right. if, you're, if you're a Christian, yeah. If you're not Christian, still, literally, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ. Right. are. You know, uh, you know I mean, some people don't believe that, and you think, you know, oh, are you pushing your belief or your faith on me about that. Everyone pushes something.
0: Something that's very true. I mean, if very it's, true. That's, that's, that's just street knowledge. That's, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean If you if you know the streets, everyone's pushing. So even yeah. the guy that's not pushing, he's pushing, he's pushing something, something, right? You know. <laughs> so I mean, everybody's selling you their story. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, only one story could actually be right, but Right. You know, there's a lot of stories, but there's got to be one that's right mm-hmm. because there's got to be one that's sustainable and one that. Carries through, mm-hmm. and, you know, through my exploits and my life and experiences and just thinking and just things that happen in life. You know, you find that it all comes to this one decision about Christ. Mm-hmm. I don't care what faith you, I don't care, if you're, if you're you know, money. You got a Jesus Christ is, is the quintessential point. I mean, if you look at everything in life, I mean, just people open their eyes, I mean. What is the point of great contention in this world? It's, yeah it's not, it's not about the Muslims or it's not about Buddha it's not about but the, the critical point of contention is either it's about Jesus Christ and it's about uh, uh, the Jews mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. the people you know the, 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 the elect the Christ of God but, but our Christianity is founded on it on the Jews on that relationship that covenant relationship with the Jews that Christianity is following that, the book of Romans so but if you just look at life you, you it all boils down to even like I look at life right now what's happening everything is to marginalize Christianity in some form or to get Christianity to embrace world ideologies right things that are opposite to what the scripture teaches right and so we you know we have I mean, these legislation all kinds of things being passed that tell us how to think about things, or what we need to embrace, or embrace. Or
0: I'm actually very happy you said that, and I, I'm going to stop you for a slight second, but I'm, I want you to continue to flesh out that point or that thought, right? Because you 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 brought up a great point that I kind of want both of us to expound upon uh, within the realms of this conversation, in that you 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 you, you pretty much are pointing towards this. This notion that whether you are, uh, you know, a Jew and you, you know, you study and you believe within the the, the, the realms of Judaism, or you are a Muslim, right, and you've, you ha- you have your Islam- Islamic faith, you know, you you, you you wear your garb in school, right? You wear, you know, you, you uh, 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 women are, are, are supposed to have their garb on at, once they reach a certain, I mean, once they reach a certain age, you know, you, you pray three times a day, all this other stuff, right? But it seems as if when you think about Hinduism, Buddhism, uh, um, Islam, or even Judaism, there's not really a form of rebellion or pushback against those religions. But when it comes to Christianity, it seems as if Christianity, especially especially in today's modern day society, is almost not marketed, but is almost uh, being conveyed as like... The rebellious faith It's like you bring up anything In regards to Christianity And Jesus Christ And nobody wants to hear that right. Whether it's in school Whether it's in corporate Like that's not a part Of the conversation We want to have And engage in the discussion What do you think?
1: Well I, I think If you look at history and, and, I mean, I'm not Like no expert on history but I'm just saying yeah, it Just look You'll see that There are two Groups That have always been Marginalized Or Been You know been trying through history, have been trying to eradicate. People have tried to eradicate those groups, and that's the Jews mm-hmm. and Christians. Right. And there could be no Christianity without the Jews, um, because right. the first Christians were the Jews. And, right. And, and, uh, uh, you know, but just just looking at various points in history, you just see that. And anyway, you know, and like I said, I'm just looking at. I'm not even a it. I'm just saying, you know. I'm just applying just basic theology. Like, you know what? Uh, what's wrong? What's missing? Or what's 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 when you take out all the veneers and all the shadows, what what are people trying to eradicate? And it's always seemed like they're trying to eradicate historically the Jews, or anything that deals with Christianity and Jesus Christ. Yeah. Those things have always been trying to remove. Remember, the Bible says that. Satan hates God. He hates the people of God. You know, he, you know, he wants to usurp God's authority. He, that was his whole purpose, is to be the God himself, to have, have the authority of God. So, I mean, when you look at life, and you look at things that's happening, is for someone to step into the scene, as the Bible put it, and the Bible turned that person into the Antichrist. Right. That person, when he steps into the scene, because that's the culmination of human history to Mm -hmm. a point, is that if you read the scripture in the book of Revelation, Mm -hmm. what does it culminate to? There's an Mm antichrist, one who is Mm antichrist. So Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. mimics Christ, but he wants the position of Christ. Christ, If it culminates there, what does he do? He sets himself up to be worshipped by everyone. And he that's his desire is that everyone worships him as a God, to be everyone's God. Mm-hmm. So if that's his ultimate goal then then if you see that, then you see then what the real issue is. Right. You can talk about race, you could talk about this, you can talk about mm-hmm. it, but the real issue is not about all those things. Right. It's about a movement that culminates into a person or a, 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 someone that wants to usurp God and takes the place of God. And that person, they want to take the place of God in the term of Christ. The Bible turns into an Antichrist, so if the Bible says Antichrist, then the person that they're trying to mimic over usurp or, or take is Christ, mm-hmm. and so that's. I mean, if you have a rational mind, you say, "Whoa, okay, then. I know. I know what I should be. Where yeah, I should be where headed. I should be headed. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. it's either Christ, Christ or, the anti, or the anti-Christ. Christ, right. There's I mean, no other. He, yeah. he doesn't call himself anti-anti-Mohammed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't call himself anti-Buddha.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He does. He doesn't make no qualms about that. Mm-hmm. Whoever this individual is, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say, "I'm anti." Hindu,
2: right?
1: Or and he doesn't pick one of those leaders or whatever they deities are and say, I'm anti this. Yeah, he says, I am the Antichrist,
0: the Antichrist, right? So
1: that's his opposition, right? I mean, that's what you gotta if, if you have a rational mind. Maybe I'm not a rocket scientist or a, <laughs> uh, some kind of brain surgeon, brain surgeon, yeah, yeah. But I think, right, streetology would tell me, like, yeah, okay, all right, all right. Uh. Yeah. Why would he use that term? Well, so then maybe Christ is the real issue that's yeah. at hand in life. That's 100%. where I need to gravity Yeah. And that's where my true answers lie mm-hmm. is in knowing and accepting Christ as my Lord and Savior.
0: So let me ask you this then. Um, I'll ask you this question before we we, we go to break. Um, so leaving off of what you just with you know what you just said. And, 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 and where you just left off at in terms of your point um how does that affect today's generation of youth of, uh, of family dynamics or lack thereof because it seems as if to me now like you know and obviously i'm just coming from my background as a educator just from what i've seen from my perspective uh, it seems as if when you look at a lot of these families, and we could even take it outside the realms of education, right? We could just be talking about in general. Like you don't have right. to be a teacher to understand this. Right, yeah. um, you see the um, the lack of the two uh, the lack of parent household. Right. You see the uh, the chaotic the chaotic uh, uh, paradigm of single mothers, possibly not possibly mm-hmm. the single mothers you know, having maybe, let's say, four or five kids, not only out of wed- wedlock, right. but by five, six, seven different men, and it seems as if that structure in itself is breeding a new generation of young people and just a society where it's a godless society. There is no understanding of Christ, of faith, or any of that within that structure of who we are, and, seen, and, 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 I, and I take it as, if you don't have an understanding of your faith and where you come from and how Jesus is your Lord and Savior, then where are you going? What do you think about that?
1: Alright, okay, so, several points of view. I, mean, I, I, I know I hit I, you I, with a lot there. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of several things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First of all, there's really three parties involved here. Okay. In terms of people, human beings. Okay. There are those who know
2: mm-hmm.
1: the truth mm-hmm. about God, and they know. Mm-hmm. And there, there are those who know the truth about God. Mm-hmm. And resist that, and they okay. accept the other side, Satan. Mm-hmm. They accept the dark, the darkness,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? And the, the the people who know and accept the light. They, so we have God and Christ Jesus on one side, mm-hmm. and the people who know.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: one party, and the people who know, mm-hmm. but don't want to receive this, but they know. So they right. now both of those parties are working for an agent. They have an agency. That they work for.
0: I get right. it. That's a good analogy. Now,
1: there's the third group, which mm. is everyone in between that know nothing. Ah, uh, yes. And guess what? They're being vied for.
0: Mm. These
1: parties are like moving, grooving. And so, trust me, trust me, trust. And the other side, trust Jesus, trust mm-hmm. Jesus. Ultimately, the, the side that knows and no not want receive. Ultimately, mm-hmm. they have to do this. Mm-hmm. Or they won't be successful. Right. They have to stomp out the other side right. that don't know. And right. they have to do it violently. Right. They have to do it by either imprisonment or execution. They have to do it. Right. They have to eradicate them right. somehow. Right, right. Because so, if they eradicate them we get all the other people that right. don't
0: know nothing. Right. That kinda of sounds like Corporate marketing In a yeah, sense yeah. Like this is our consumer base And this is what we're going for yeah, that's But that's doing. our competitor That's our competitor Walmart versus uh, Versus Kmart yeah. Or Target And we
1: have to eradicate These guys <laughs> Literally We could try to be And we gotta make it seem Nice at first yeah, yeah, yeah. But ultimately We gotta put our foot On the decks. We gotta put our foot On the decks. <laughs> and we not only Gotta do that We gotta make it legal <laughs> We gotta how, And how do we do that Is yeah. that we have to Um we have to vie for the institutions that God has created. Now, think yeah. about this.
0: this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i This to is you. remarkable. Right. Um,
1: <laughs> think about all the institutions that God um, set up. hmm Family.
0: One Okay, of them. okay. I'm yep. not going
1: to be able to mention it. The church. Okay. Um, government. Yes. You know, go- government is, a, ah. is an institution that God ordained. Yes, it is. Right. So just thinking about those three, mm-hmm. guess what? If I'm on the enemy, the other side, that no one, we have to wreck. I have to manipulate, transform, or destroy those institutions. Mm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Somehow in history, some people do things knowingly, and some people do things unknowingly. Some people do things unknowingly because they have, I want money, I want power. Right. Hey, that's what it's going to take for you to do the work for me. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. You know, so they don't even know what they're doing yeah. or why they're doing it. Some right. some people they don't really know why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, they know yeah. they're doing it for selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. But you have to attack the institutions that God has created. Right. And His family is yeah. the church. Is the church. Yeah. And there is um, the government, and then then you have the Jewish nation, which is another aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. Throughout history, just think about history.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of energy is to defuse families, break them up, mm-hmm. um, to uh, to make your fatherless homes. Mm-hmm. Whether through legislation or war or whatever, it, it's just it's just not, It just that's what if you just look at it pockets in history. That's always a ploy that's been. Uh, Unfortunately, it's a ploy that's very, very successful now in our times, and it's, it's been working for a while, I mean. Yes, certainly. I mean, and so it's not happenstance that the family is destroyed. Oh, it's not accidental.
2: Right.
1: You know, it's not accidental. It's deliberate. It's deliberate. It's deliberate. Right. Uh, it's not accidental that the church is being infiltrated. It's deliberate. It's deliberate because I have to, and I have to get the church to embrace. Think of the Church of England where the church is in antiquity. Where did they go to? They were marvelous churches headed by tremendous leaders, but you look at England and some of the countries, uh, Russia, or who had these great Orthodox churches. Now they become governor run churches. Yeah. Uh, where's all the uh, great orators and people that came out of who who led the faith? They sort of died out, and it's like moved on. It's like right. And so they're not the hallmark, or they're not they don't they're not the voice. Of reason for God no more. Yeah. Those nations, America now, took right. that place, and now America has turned away from it.
0: Church and state, yeah, yeah, conflict of interest,
1: yeah. Which is a bunch of, I mean, people who really want to know, just dig, dig yeah. into the legislation of what these things mean and how they come by it. All these things, you know, but a, a rational thinking mind can see that this is deliberate. The things that are being destroyed or diminished are the things that God instituted you know before family. alright the church government uh, Satan needs government because it's the only agency that God gave the power to execute or imprison someone like say you're a Christian right yep no group could come and say, I'm going to execute him because he's a Christian. You don't have the power. Remember when yeah. the Jews went to Pilate and, his, and Pilate says, you, you you, take care
0: of this. You take care of this, he yeah. S- what
1: they say? He, he says, uh, we don't have the power to execute. Only you do. Right. You're
0: the government.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't have that power. Mm-hmm. The enemy of our faith needs the power of government. That's why you see government being transitioned as a tool uh, and... And it legislates what we should think, how we should think about the Bible, what we should uh, take out or how we should, what we should express or not express. I mean, we can't call homosexuality a sin, we can't, we can't do that, I mean, it's like we're not supposed to. Right. Because they're supposed to be a minority group, which is like, okay, that's, that's what you tell me, I need to think. Right. But is that the reality, the truth? Yeah. Now, you're legislating now. That is one institution that God has given the power to chastise or really persecute people to the point of, you know what, if you don't do what I say or think what I think, tell you the thing, guess what? I'm going to put you in prison. And guess what? If that's not enough, I have the power to execute you. Now, it's, it's going to come to that point at one point. I mean, just look at how the world is being is moved. Ultimately... You destroy the family, you get the church to embrace government, you get the family uh, units to embrace government, and you have government as the, the point that where everyone looks to a solution, you know, um, for, for the woes and the troubles in life, and then once government has that absolute power, they can legislate and determine what you need to think. But they could at the point when you read scripture, if you really look at it very closely at scripture, persecution always involved imprisonment or execution or mm-hmm. dying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ultimately, that's okay. what it. Is, uh, that's right. what real persecution really right. means. Really involved, means, yep. really involved uh-huh. when you look at scripture. I'm, I'm thinking about something I read in um, Job, exactly, which has been ticking in my brain for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think, man, this guy, you know, this is a remarkable Job. Right.
2: Um, in the book of Job, <laughs> in the mm-hmm.
1: second chapter, I'll go there, I'm going to read it to you real quick. Okay, cool. Um, right here. It's a, all right, so I'm going to start with one. Yep. It's verse, in chapter two, verse one. Okay. One, way, one day the heavenly beings came, to present themselves before the Lord Okay? Mm-hmm. And also came among them To present himself before the Lord The Lord said to Satan Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord Satan answered the Lord From going to and fro from the earth And from walking up and down on it The Lord said to Satan Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one like him on earth A blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. He still persists in his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him for no reason. Listen to what Satan says. Then Satan answered the Lord, skin for skin, all that people have they will give to save their lives. Think about what's happening in the world today. People are willing to give all their freedoms if the government says, we'll save your life. We'll give you a vaccine that will save your life. We'll give you this that will save your life. We'll give you checks so you don't have to work. We'll provide everything that you need. Skin for skin. All that a man has, he will give to save his life. And so now, people are living in terror, fear, dying, fear of what's next and they're saying save me save me they, they're literally crying out to the government not God save me I'll do whatever you say I will I'll, I'll stay locked up in my house I will I will do whatever you say the skin for skin all that a man has your guilt you give up your freedom the Bible says you know once you start crossing that line then you have no freedom you know? that's true. Yeah. so you got to look at the pattern that's generally mm-hmm. here. And so I, when I think of this, this, this verse here, it makes me realize you know man, this is what's happening right this is happening. Yeah. Satan is using the same ploy right he used the same tactic chastising Joe, took away all his family now let let's, let's hit him with sores and deteriorate his health but God says, I know you can't kill him, but deteriorate his health to the point. You know, and the hope was that he would give up his hope in the Lord. Mm. He'd just give up God.
0: Wow, that's excellent. And you, you know, man, you make some great, great points. I want to ask this this next question, this follow-up question, from where you ju- from what you just said. But at the moment, we're going to take a quick, quick, quick break, uh, wise community. As uh, Mr. Gustav is, you know, he's on, a, he's, on, he's, on a, he's on a rampage tonight. He's hitting us with some, with some hot knowledge right now, all right? Some, uh, what did you call it? You said uh, streetology? Is that what you called it? That sounded good, though. Whatever, whatever term, that, that phrase, you got to coin that, man. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to come back with this knowledge in a second, all right? This is uh, Kevin Unglade, and you've been tuning in to The Wise Guys. We'll be right back. And we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back Ladies and gents, after this uh, Brief uh, promotional commercial break uh, With the second half of this episode Of the podcast today, hope you all are enjoying So uh, Sir, Mr. Gustav, I wanted to Connect Keep this thread going, but connect the last portion Of the conversation to This uh, next part of the conversation With two more questions for you Before I let you go, right? So, the majority of the Consumer base of this podcast is within the uh, age range of 28 to 34 35 70 percent women 30 percent men males and so the reason why I bring all of this stuff up is because currently in this current time that we live in the uh, the US uh, Census Bureau has reported that eight out of ten again eight out of ten eighty percent of marriages that end or or that are ending in divorce are being initiated by women, and the reason why I bring this up is to connect this back to our prior mentions or our prior uh, rumin- ruminating of, or pontificating, if you will, of you know broken homes, broken families, and how that kind of has, in a way, not become the norm, but it, it's it's been around for a while, right? And it's kind of become like a mainstay. So the reason why I bring that up is because I want to talk about marriage, I want to talk about duty, I want to talk about honor and i want to talk about how that either is misconstrued in today's uh marketplace dating marketplace or in, in general when it comes to finding a good husband or finding a good wife uh why do you think in today's modern day society marriages are not lasting as that of past in terms of our 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 grandparents or great grandparents when they would you know stick around you know or or stick together uh more so for years and decades, it seems as if now marriages aren't being taken as seriously or people don't really truly understand and process and know their vows and what their vows speak to or what they represent. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, if anything?
1: Hmm, well, yes. You have some there. <laughs> I'm going to try to answer you. I think Jesus right. answered that question at one point in the scripture. Okay. Um, there was a case and I'm, I'm trying to find a verse. Um, where he was asked why did moses offer us a certificate of divorce yeah. remember that no i don't because uh, everyone like might need to actually appreciate um, it. let me see if i can so i'm going to try to answer that i think i i believe jesus answered that question okay and i'm going to i'm going to preface it by saying the cause again is sin okay all right mm-hmm. um if i were to understand you but it says I'm going to start in 19, verse 3. Some Pharisees came to him, Matthew 19, verse 3, to to test him. They asked, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any cause? He answered, have you not read that the one who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two but one flesh therefore what God has joined together let no man separate Uh, separate. they said to him why then did Moses command us to give a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her he said to them all right it was because you were so hard-hearted that Moses allowed you to divorce your wives but from the beginning it was not so. All right, so, I think the answer lies in there, and you said, okay, it's a lot of, the majority of them are instigated by women, mm-hmm. but I think the cause is the same. It's okay. the hardness of the heart. We divorce because uh, our heart is hard. Our heart is not of God. Mm-hmm. We, we we don't gravitate towards God. Wow. Um, so, that's the reason. It's because of a hardness of a heart, and it's also, we don't know God. We don't know God. We, we we have ideologies that try to we try to frame God around, uh, but they're, a lot of times they're, if not elusive, they're skewed, Yeah. and so, and I wanna bring, so many things pop in my mind right now. If you go back into the book of Genesis, um, there was two curses that God gave on a woman. You know what they are? We had this conversation before. Uh, uh, Child, Child, yeah, is that universal? Yes, yes, and the other one is that your desire shall be for, for your, for your husband. husband, yeah. And it's not talking about uh, uh, a desire of pleasure or goodwill to, mm?
0: to lead them astray.
1: No, I'm, no, look, okay, next I'm slide. saying mm-hmm. when we see, you hear it like that, you think, Oh, your desire, oh, uh, it's to adore him and stuff like that. No, mm-hmm. That's not what it's saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that it's the idea is that you will want to usurp his position right. and authority, authority. That's what in I meant. terms yeah. of, of of God's ordained, uh, how God ordained things. Mm-hmm. Now, so women take offense to that, you know, and men, some men might take offense to it, but yeah. it's saying that, and that's universal. And yeah. ultimately, the Bible says, when you see things mm-hmm. like that happening, that mm-hmm. women are starting to take the lead in some of these positions alike, they are like they're they're almost saying I know it's a hard catch. Oh no no. But they're yeah. almost saying I'm the man. Yeah. Think of what Satan did. Yes. Everything is a pattern after Satan. Yes. Satan says I'm God. Yes. I want to be so that I want to be right. above God. His desire was for God. Same right. Thing. Right. His desire yeah. was your desire will be for your husband meaning that uh, and some of it is done not consciously. Right. Some of it is done unconsciously, mm-hmm. but ultimately it's a breakdown of an understanding and a love and a true understanding of what God has designed and why he has designed things. And it's a rejection of that. It's yeah. just actually a total outright rejection right. uh, uh, when that happens. Yeah. So it stems from sin, which is the hardness of the heart, but it also stems from a rejection rebellion against God or the pattern because it makes us or that person feel like they are more diminished and culturally think about it sometimes women took a bad rap for many centuries in Mm -hmm. terms of like how they were treated Mm -hmm. and how they were viewed Mm -hmm. but you know what it's funny they haven't done anything to fix it they've only um, propagated even more made even worse for themselves in some of the decisions they made. Mm -hmm. When you go against God, you harm yourself.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And so they have not really tried to fix the problem, or they tried to fix it in ways they think they're fixing it, whether it be through liberal movements or feminist movements or whatever they are, or just being a woman in charge. They have tried to fix it, but in, in fact, they have made it worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we all play a part in the uh, dissection of the family. Men, as equally as women, uh, men play into this
2: mm-hmm.
1: because they don't even know God or understand. And so, uh, you can see specifically he was talking about men were divorcing they themselves yeah, they, from their wives, right? right. right? And for maybe the stupidness of reasons, I don't like her, or whatever, I don't know what it was. But it was. But then now you've seen the reversal. So women have adopted to that culture. And you know, if they're doing it, why not we can do it? So, you know, it's like we feed off each other. We just is equally at fault in the way we treat each other and the way we uh, teach each other how to be. You know, so I'm saying, you know, I think the Bible answers that. Uh, you can see a curse being played out. You can see Jesus answering the reason for divorce, and it, whether it be a man or a woman, it's because of a hard-hearted heart, right. and it's because of selfishness, self-sentiment, yeah. whatever yeah. you believe, whatever th- that's working in your brain, causing you to think this is the right thing to do, yeah. or this is the best thing to do, uh, you act on it. You act upon it. I that. mean, the Bible says, again, the book of Judges says, uh, um, was, I have the end of Judges, it says men were doing what was right in their own eyes. Right? So, when people feel liberated, to us, to sinful people, liberation means doing what you feel is right in your own eyes. Uh, it's all about me. Yeah. It's all about my happiness, my satisfaction, my, 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 my. Right, uh, right, right, It's all about me being accepted, me for who I am or what I believe I am. It's all about my priorities, my, 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 my. Mm-hmm. And so when people, you have people living that way, guess what? Um, we are going to, um, you're going to see breakage. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the family deteriorate. You're going to mm-hmm. see, enemy. because we're always looking for the greener grass. We're always looking for the better me or the better that. That's true. We go to these positive and these seminars, it's always about the better you, the better me, the better me, the better, me, the better by the bit, be, be, be. Yeah. the
2: better,
1: better, 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 better. It's always the church sells it. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, the more me, the more, the more, the more, the getting, it's always about, um, you know, like uh, materialism,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, very,
1: very materialist. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't think we are, but we are. material is in a very spiritual sense right you know right so yeah i think to answer i don't know if i beat around that answer, but i think the answer is that you know it's like the artist you are you need to know god you don't understand what guys do you feel you don't understand your position and and how it and and you you know you have undermined and devalued your position when Mm -hmm. you go against god as a woman right as a man you do the same thing yes as children you right. do the same thing. Right. You undermine and devalue your position mm-hmm. when you go against what God has commanded, us or has as He has uh, decreed that we live. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting play on people,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so we could always be pointing fingers. The, the the viciousness of that circle is that where does the finger pointing stop? Right. You know, it's her fault. It's his fault. It's his yeah. fault. He did that, and that. but the. Answers lie right in the problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, if mm-hmm. we see, you know, the deception, we can address it. Mm-hmm. But it requires us to be strong people. Right. You know? I, I don't know, something came to my mind. I'm, I'm just thinking. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever heard of this term uh, play hurt?
0: No, I never heard of that term. Yeah.
1: Well, let me give you an illustration. When I grew up, right, I remember going out. You I in one of the West Indies and in America, early years, we used to go play football in the streets, and you twist your toes, you get, you get hurt, but you kept on playing. Played hurt. Played hurt. Okay. Uh, you go out, you play baseball. You know, you fall down, scrape your, you you'd play hurt. You keep on playing, and you go home. You bandage yourself up, and the next day you're out there playing hurt again. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. We just played hurt. Right. No one took offense, right. Hey I got hurt, but I'll keep on playing. yeah. Uh, we were more resilient, right. Nowadays, we live in a society or a world where people are weak. so yeah, you have to there's always a compromise or a legislation to make me feel empowered. Yes, I can't play hurt anymore, right? Because if you hurt my feeling you need to be sued or something needs to happen Happy to, to you. you, right? Because I'm hurt, right, you
2: know. Right. So,
1: we're not tough. We're not. This society is like we're soft. weak. We're yeah. very soft. Most certainly. And so we don't know how to play hurt. Right. We don't know how to hit uh, other people's opinions that's and good. values that's and, really good. and say, okay, that's you know, that's cool, that's you, um, but here's mine too. But you right, know, right, right, right. And and yeah, we can still play hurt. Right. You know, um, it wasn't an offense. You know, to like, yeah. You know, there's just things that are being taken away that makes us resilient human beings mm-hmm. and it's making us soft. Mm-hmm. So every, it's now, it's not even a, an action that's offensive, it's a word is offensive. Mm-hmm. Not even a word, a thought is offensive. And if I could get the government or whoever to legislate against that thought or word and force you to embrace it, my hurtness or my victimization then you know what? I have a louder voice that I didn't have, and they have a softer voice. So I'm just saying it's like, you know, people don't know how to play hurt. And people don't understand what marriage is. Um, they clearly don't understand, you know, what it is. I mean, I'm not saying I'm the expert. I'm just saying, you know, uh, we don't understand what God is doing, and we don't understand the value of marriage. We don't understand the unity that it brings and the value of family. And it's like, I get into a marriage if, like, if I feel offended. And I'm not talking about abuse now. I'm not right, talking about right. somebody's slapping you know, That's not what I'm talking about. Now. Of course. I'm just talking about um, likes and dislikes and the, the, the trials and tribulations and temptations that are coming your way. Uh, we don't have the fortitude and the strength to withstand them anymore. It's like it's just, yeah, I see what you're saying.
0: It's just that we're not strong people. That right? makes because sense. Because we
1: think, like, you know... Every feeling or every thought is a law, you know, it's like, you know, every feeling needs to be satisfied, you know, that's how we talk, you know, like, uh, there was a time when I was growing up, the question was, and if you look back, I know I could look back, someone would ask you, Mike, what do you think about this? And i said, you know what, but you know what that question is nowadays? What do you feel about this?
0: Right. Feel, yeah. It's not what feel, you think. think. It's what you feel. What do you feel about this? Oh, man.
1: You do what you feel.
0: Right. Not what you think.
1: think. Don't bring that rational piece that says, oh, no, I feel this way, but you know what? I feel like robbing someone. No. You feel that way, but that's not what I'm going to do yeah. because you think different. Right. You know that's wrong. I you know that's wrong. I feel like doing it. No. The question that you did, that's in schools nowadays is all about, Feelings. what do you feel? Right. What do you feel? You know, you should feel better. Yeah. You know, how can we make you feel better? Mm-hmm. How can we satisfy that feeling? No longer is it governed by thought. But when I was growing up, what do you think? Or In some arenas, you'll still find people say, what do you think about this? I don't want to know. I want to know first what you think about this. Which, it, which engages a different part of your, your psyche or your, inte- or your intellect. You know? Everything is driven on emotion and feeling. And mm-hmm. so, once that, you know, so you could get people to move and do things emotionally, but then in, then at, in the end is that the decisions they made are wrong. Because they never thought, you know? Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about things no more. Right. You know, you're
0: going based off your feelings. You're going off your
1: feelings. Wow. And your feelings weren't given to, to, to lead your life. Right. They were. Meant if they're governed right by your thoughts to help you enjoy your life, right?
0: You know, right. To
1: help you understand when something was wrong, mm-hmm. but they were governed. They right. weren't meant to lead.
0: I understand. Yeah.
1: So I mean, it's like no,
0: no. That's excellent, man. That's excellent. And look, we could go on forever, but you know, I, I you know, I kind of want to keep this to a certain time constraint. So yeah. please, let me ask you this question uh, to kind of wrap up this show, this episode of the Wise Guys Podcast um if you could take one thing it doesn't have to be a word but just a message or an idea w- what is one thing or where, where where can um where can we as a um and when i say we i'm speaking for for myself and young people around my age where can we start in order to connect to christ and be grounded and centered in our faith and get to know him like how do how do we go about fight especially for people who has who have never, you know, had Christ in their lives, how do we first find comfort in Him and knowing that He will not lead us astray and lead us to the direction of finding our life's purpose and being a servant to whatever it is that He has planned for us how do young people go about finding that and being okay and comfortable to do that if you could just leave us with that message today
1: yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting, and I think the Bible answers that Um, in Hebrews it says, don't forget to forsake the assembling of believers which the pandemic totally obliterated Mm-hmm. The church failed that test. Oh, like, like, oh, well, let's not meet because, you know, first time in history, yeah. globally, the church has been shut down by government. So you know, where do you start? Okay, so where do you start? I think people not, and I, before you answer that, I want okay. to, to people understand is that in the book, in the Bible, especially in the book of Thessalonians, it says that there's a great apostasy that's going to happen. And apostasy has to do with believers, not non-believers, because it's a movement away from an established belief in God, and they're moving away from that. All right, so and it's happened. and it's happened because people are unchurched, and church, are not churching, and they are unchurched. You know, so where do you start? Well, you, I think any young person that really wants to really grow and know the Lord, find a good church that Mm. preaches the Bible. Mm. right? Find a good church. And if you have to go to a million of them, find a church that only preaches the Bible. Not, Not what the pastor thinks. Not what... And be like the Bereans. After he does his preaching, search the scripture. Commit yourself to reading the Bible. I tell people that over and over. Reading is probably the best thing you could do. And if you can't read, get a book on tape.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Get the Bible on tape. Like an audio book. An audio book. Mm-hmm. So you have no excuse.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or get someone to read for you. Mm-hmm. So these two things, and I'm going to add a third. Mm-hmm. Because when you read, think about it. Yeah. This is real, this is like, I don't know, this is genius stuff right here if you think about it. Yeah. If you wanted to be a doctor, you went to doctor school, and you learned the vernacular of doctors. Yes. And you became very good at that Absolutely. vernacular. And you matter of fact, your response to people talking to, you talk like a doctor. hmm You want to be a lawyer, you go to law school. Oh,
2: right. Learn the vernacular, that vernacular of law. Law.
1: And then, hey, this guy sounds like a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This guy sounds like he's a teacher. Well, you wanna know scripture. Be a student of scripture, learn the vernacular of scripture and the habits of scripture. Mm -hmm. If you pursue God, because he has already pursued you, Mm -hmm. so it's not like you're starting off the race. He's already done everything, you know, you're the prodigal. He's there waiting. So read scripture because scripture informs your thoughts. It informs your behaviors. It informs your conscience. It informs every aspect of your life. And after a while, you start to desire to, or you have a habit of speaking. Even as a doctor, a doctor could overlay his medicine with scripture. You know, as a lawyer, it's the one thing that God says, my word will not re- return to me void. He says that. Yes. So I would admonish people to read scripture. Read it over and over and don't stop. Don't read it once. Read it. Hundreds of times let read 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 it over and read the whole book and start over again read 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 And get together With believers that believe now you don't get together with believers that believe so That's where you stay you do that so you could go do the work of God for people who don't believe The reason we get together to believe is so we encourage and build each other up and we we're able to worship and it's that corporate worship, the power, and the, the meeting with God in that set is very powerful. So, find a good church and, and go to that church. And if it's not a good that you know, find a good church. Read and and while you're doing that, just start reading the Bible. Because if you start reading the Bible, it'll help you find a good church. Mm. Because you'll say, oh, this is not this guy's saying something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what he's saying. That's true. You know, yeah, but very true start indeed. start reading the Bible. Start reading the Bible. And then pray. Right. And people say, I don't know how to pray. Well, pray what you read. What you read. <laughs> I mean it's, not rocket, it's science. not rocket science. No, you not. know? <laughs> There's no copyright laws here. Just hey, as a psalm. It's a, Lord, this is my prayer. Psalm right. one. Right. Blessed is the man who walks <laughs> I'm that man, Lord. Yeah. I don't know walking walk in the council of Dungali or sitting in the seat of Help That's me, Lord. It. Just let me pray scripture. Right. You'll find inevitably as you read, you'll find things that will resonate initially with you. You know? And And then you will pray it. There's an interesting verse in the Bible. You know, you get me going again. Yeah. Uh, There's an interesting verse in the Bible. It's in the book of Philippians. Uh Um, And I'm going to find it because I think it's great. (laughs) It's in Philippians, and I think it's chapter 3, 5, maybe. So I want to start reading a little early. In, in Philippians chapter 3, I want to start in verse 10, but when I get to that point, I want to, I'm going to say this is what I want to do. I want you yes. to catch all this, but yep. I want you to see this. I want you to know Christ and the power of the, his resurrection and the sharing of his suffering by becoming like him in his death. If some, somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead, not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward for what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. All right, listen to this. Yep. Verse 15. Let those of us... Then who are mature, Mm -hmm. be of the same mind. And if you think differently about anything, all right, difference of opinion, Mm -hmm. this too God will reveal to you Mm -hmm. through his word, Mm -hmm. his spirit, right? Only, only let us hold fast to what we have attained. So as you read scripture, you will see things that will resonate initially with you. Hold fast to it. All right? But listen, most people stop there. Right. All right? Uh, Brothers and sisters, join in imitating me and observe those who live according to example you have in us. Listen. The the gathering of believers. So you find examples to follow, to help you grow. Just like you go to the gym you need a coach to hold on to you. Not just tell you, you hold on to him until you develop the habits of the coach. Then he releases you. Mm-hmm. So it says, you know, imitating people mm-hmm. that are like-minded. Where well, are you going to find those like-minded in the church? In the church, in a good church. You need to go there. You need to find people yeah. that will coach you and lead you. Physically, yeah. There. But it says, hold well, fast that to what you have attained. Attained, all right. And so the things that you have not attained, it says God will reveal. Don't worry about what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you do know. Mm-hmm. I mean, people so much want. To focus on what they don't know and, and attain what they don't know, mm-hmm. but they have not yet, you know, achieved what they do know. Mm-hmm, they, you know, I mean, the Bible says things like, "Pray for those who persecute you." Do you do that? That's something you, you could do. I mean, I that's easy. I could yeah. do that. Yeah. It's easy, but it's hard. But I, I could yeah, do that. Yeah, right, but right. why should I God ask God for more if I can't even do that?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the Bible gives you some basic instructions to follow, well, do that first, and maybe the others will call them along, maybe the things that you're designing more of God will just reveal themselves say, oh, if I am able to do that, then guess what, it builds on each other, so, it, you know, so, uh, so, to say this is like, find, start reading the scripture immediately, and don't get discouraged, and just keep on reading. Because you're just like anyone else who ever started reading the scripture, you're lost. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep.
1: Didn't understand a word of it. Right. Didn't know what to read, how to, and just pray about it, and find believers you could congregate with and and talk, and and people who are mature could lead you. And don't give anyone, don't give anyone an out. As you talk and you don't talk about things, and you go away, do what the Bereans did, study and say, oh, okay, well, Eric, we had it wrong, or, or let's come back and talk, or, oh, okay, this makes sense. I remember Paul was like uh, almost a matriarch of our faith, um, and then when he taught the Bereans, guess what they did? When he, he they went and studied, you'd think, well, we heard it from Paul, well, you gotta believe Paul. Right. He's like at the top of the heap, right? I shouldn't doubt it, but the Bereans like you know what they went and investigated what Paul said, and they saw, hey, this guy is on. You know, so we try to hold these other accountable, but ultimately, true accountability is only when you're accountable to God.
0: Mm, I love that. Yeah,
1: I there's no that. way any man can keep any man fully accountable because we mm. we don't live in the same pants. Right. You're you're free and accountable when you accountable to God. I love it. No, that's that that's and ultimately that's what we want to teach people. That's really good. don't they'll be accountable to me. me right. Be accountable, be accountable to, to him. Because right. then when you are in that loom in the dark place and that place where you feel alone and God is there with me because he said, I'll never leave you or forsake you you know, you know and that you know
0: and that you know that you could do all things through Christ mm-hmm. your strength, your strength, your strength. That's, that's that's excellent. Good. Wow. Well sir man on the behalf of uh the wise community and, and and myself thank you so much for coming on today's platform i know uh you know you had your thoughts about it for a while and you were like oh, i don't know but it seems as if you got comfortable and uh, we truly appreciate your time and not only that i think this is a, a very imperative conversation oh, yeah. an ongoing conversation and one that is obviously bigger than us as people right. it's, it's definitely
1: a big conversation there's things i wanted to talk about but i didn't get to talk about it uh, right. um, um what I term academic gen- genocide, which is a different right, right, right. topic. Different topic. Oh, we, yeah, we'll talk about, <laughs> we'll that, talk about that or, or, or another,
0: or another yeah, uh, compiling another. of recording. Yeah. But, no, but nonetheless, though, I appreciate you yeah. so much because we always have these conversations yeah. whenever, you know, I come to spend time with you, I come to see you, and I thought, wow, how cool it would be, you know, if I can actually get you to actually sit down and record something with me. Because we, you know, I come to see you at least, you know, once or twice a month, and we always have all of these conversations about Christ about our faith and all this other stuff, and I thought, well, it would be nice if people can get a peek into our conversation. And also, too, I don't really get a chance to talk about faith as much as on this podcast and this platform as I would like. And I always said that if I did, I'd bring someone who I know I could have that engaging conversation with, and people can actually learn from—not right, right. someone around my age, but someone who's more experienced and who's, you know, lived in the, you know, within the world and and has been around the block a few times who could actually share some knowledge. You understand what I'm yeah. saying?
1: And I'm saying one thing I just want to add too it's mm-hmm. like, you know, in doing that. Make sure you reach back to the young people mm-hmm. who do not know God I and mean, they're incapable of knowing God in the sense that, you know, they're, they're at the mercy of the state or whatever.
2: Mm.
1: But young people, if they grow up without the knowledge of God, then you have just lost a generation. Mm. So. Don't think of yourself. You're not doing this for your selfish motives. You're doing this to do the work of God, and the work right. of God is to worship Him mm-hmm. and to proclaim His word mm-hmm. to the nations. And don't forget the young people who are missing out. The month I think the young people took the biggest heat in this pandemic because they weren't you, four, five, six year olds, seven, eight, nine year olds. They weren't sitting watching church on Zoom. You mm-hmm. don't get, you don't get that. No, so. The, They're being raised godless. Yeah,
2: Yeah. and
1: so people forget about that group that's been marginalized,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and they're worried about them. It's true. You know, you worried about yourself. Think about those young kids who don't know God.
0: Yeah. You know. It's very true. You need
1: to snatch them up and say, you know, fathers, mothers, stop taking your kids and sitting out and having church in your house, and let's pray, let's read, let's talk about the things of God, because. Guess what? They're easy target to be manipulated by the forces of be, that be. Yeah. I mean, because if they have no knowledge or no nothing, that's why the Bible says, when you walk and when you lie down, talk to your kids. Don't don't shrug off that responsibility to churches and people out there. If you're saying you're a Christian or you want to of our Christian, don't do it just for yourself. Mm-hmm. Get your, your, your younger siblings, get their friends. they sit down,
0: let's, let's read somebody. Let's read some. yeah. You
1: know, let's get to the point where, you know, make them have a connection with god I mean, I mean it's very important that you know that we understand that there's a lost generation and they're lost because they have no connection with god mm. because when kids are a mess it's only an indication of how messed the adults are right
0: right that's, right, that's the indicator right when kids
1: are lost it's because the parents or the adults are way
0: lost right it's true. If, if
1: they don't have no understanding or bearing or something that they're anchored into, then the kids are of course. They, what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, you're not doing this just for selfishness. Definitely not. For uh the Jew that says snatch him, snatch 'em, like right. snatch, you know, yeah, yeah, easy yeah, yeah. down the street. I'm gonna snatch you. <laughs> right. Snatch them out of the fire. Right, right, right. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Oh man, no, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh Ladies and gents, uh, these are the words of uh, Mr. Michael Gustav. Again, we thank him for coming onto the platform, and we'll definitely try to have another conversation sometime down the line about, you know, many other uh, things, or even just expounding upon this conversation. So, as I say every single week, the wise guys can be heard on a variety of platforms. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, uh, let's see, Google Podcasts, uh, Breaker. You name it and we're there, the wise guys, all right? So as I said before, for season four, which has uh, been dubbed and titled For the Culture, the rest of the season is just going to be just interviews and just me continuing to interview very interesting, very insightful, and very you know well thought out and as well as just bright people uh, who have a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of information to share, all right? So as I said at the beginning of the podcast, This is Kevin Unglad, and today we were joined by our very special guest. Is that your name? Gustav. (laughs) Gustav, that's how he left it (laughs) as. And you have been tuning in to the Wise Guys podcast, all right? We'll see you next week for another hot one. And until then, stay wise.